0: been easy. I felt as if I'd been born too late. There was no longer a place in the world for a young man who wanted to wear armor and slay dragons. Dartmouth encouraged deviation from the trampled path, but only to join organizations like the Peace Corps or Teach for America. I wanted something more transformative, something that might kill me or leave me better, stronger, more capable. I wanted to be a warrior. My family had only a short martial tradition. My maternal grandfather, like many in his generation, had served in World War II. He was a Navy officer in the South Pacific, and his ship, the escort carrier Natoma Bay, fought at New Guinea, Leyte Gulf, Iwo Jima, and Okinawa, often supporting Marine invasion forces ashore. At 6.35 on the morning of June 7, 1945, so the family story went. Only two months before the end of the war, a Japanese kamikaze crashed into the Natoma Bay's flight deck. The explosion tore a hole in the steel 12 feet wide and 20 feet long. Shrapnel peppered my grandfather's body. My mother remembers watching him pick pieces of metal from his skin 20 years later. He had some of that shrapnel melted into a lucky horseshoe, which was shown to me with great reverence when I was a child. My father enlisted in the Army in 1968. When most of his basic training class went to Vietnam, he received orders to the Army Security Agency. He spent a year in Bad Eibling, Germany, eavesdropping on Eastern Bloc radio transmissions and waiting for the Soviets to roll through the Fulda Gap. He completed OCS just as President Richard Nixon began drawing down the military and took advantage of an early out to go to law school but my dad was proud to have been a soldier. The Army sent me a letter during my junior year at Dartmouth, promising to pay for graduate school. The Navy and Air Force did the same, promising skills and special training. The Marine Corps promised nothing. Whereas the other services listed their benefits, the Corps asked, do you have what it takes? If I was going to serve in the military, I would be a Marine. A few months before, I'd seen a poster in the dining hall advertising a talk by Tom Ricks. Then the Wall Street Journal's Pentagon correspondent, Ricks had recently written a book about the Marines. I sat up most of one night reading it. I arrived early to get a good seat and listened as Ricks explained the Corps' culture and the state of civil-military relations in the United States. His review of the Marines, or at least my interpretation of it, was glowing the Marine Corps was the last bastion of honor in society, a place where young Americans learned to work as a team, to trust one another and themselves, and to sacrifice for a principal. Hearing it from a recruiter, I would have been skeptical. But here was a journalist, an impartial observer. The crowd was the usual mix of students, faculty, and retired alumni. After the talk, a young professor stood, How can you support the presence of ROTC at a place like Dartmouth, she asked. It will militarize the campus and threaten our culture of tolerance. Wrong, replied Ricks. It will liberalize the military. He explained that in a democracy, the military should be representative of the people. It should reflect the best of American society, not stand apart from it. Ricks used words such as duty and honor without cynicism, something I'd not often heard at Dartmouth. His answer clinched my decision to apply for a slot at Marine OCS during the summer between my junior and senior years of college. I would have laughed at the idea of joining the Corps on a bet or because of a movie, but my own choice was almost equally capricious. Although I had reached the decision largely on my own, Tom Ricks, in an hour-long talk on a cold night at Dartmouth, finally convinced me to be a Marine. But even joining the Marines didn't seem as crazy as it had to my parents' generation. This was 1998, not 1968. The United States was cashing in its post-Cold War peace dividend. Scholars talked about the end of history, free markets spreading prosperity throughout the world, and the death of ideology. I would be joining a peacetime military. At least that's the rationale I used when I broke the news to my parents. They were surprised but supportive. The Marines, my dad said, will teach you everything.